Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Kessel Run Collecting. I'm your host, Eric, and with me, as always, my good friend, Matt. Hey, everybody. So, uh, this episode, we are going to be discussing the Ahsoka show, so if you are really, really late to the game on watching the first two episodes, we will hold that off for the end, but we're going to start off the show talking about new figures that have been revealed in Hasbro's latest lame stream because there wasn't anything really new or super surprising or unexpected or anything of that nature, but we'll be going over all of that in a minute. Uh, but before we get started, uh, let's talk about our recent pickups. Um, for myself, I I haven't get, really gotten anything since last time we recorded. I did tell Big Bad Toy Store to go ahead and ship my uh, vintage collection Cad Bane, Female Tuscan, and Moff Jar Jarrod, because they kind of been sitting in my pile of loot for a while. This weekend, uh, I vended at Harrisburg Comic Con, and I came away empty-handed. There was hardly any Star Wars to be found, which was kind of surprising. Um, but th this is becoming a little bit of a trend where I go to conventions and don't get anything. <laughs> so this might be like three in a row now oh, wow. at this point. Um, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I think I have a lot of what I want in my collection. And the only things left are things that are either really hard to get, you know, they might be too expensive. So I just, I'm never willing to spend the money. or they're kind of rare, so you just don't ever really see them all that often. So why don't you tell me what you got? Well, first, um, uh, we do have something new to this this show. We have a third co-host. We have uh, my my lovely friend Chris, who's my girlfriend, and is also a she was a the star, she loves the Jazzware Micro line. She's a huge collector on that and on pops. Um, what have we got recently, Chris? We got. Picked up Chris the ATAT in Jazzwares, the one that lights up and makes sounds. It's a, it's really nice. It's it's not here. I gotta give it to her. What else did I pick up? How do you tell the difference between the the one with the electronics and the one that isn't? Because I did see one at the stores, but I didn't see anything that was like very obvious that it. Had. It's not like you have to walk, go up to it and actually. There's a little spot, a tiny little bot where it says try it. You can put it in and try it. Because when you first look at it at Walmart, it doesn't look like it has electronics on it. But it lights up and. If you look at a go watch a review of it, it's very nice. It comes apart, has all has both levels, top and bottom, the inside and stuff. I, has, I saw it has at least, I guess only one speeder bike comes out, but it has the rest inside. The rest are inside. Now, if you get the Walmart version, it comes with the driver, commander, and I think two stormtroopers. <laughs> and if you get the Amazon, which is the indoor version with the muddy feet, it comes with the driver, commander, and I think either f I think four stormtroopers. Or six hmm. comes a lot. Yeah. That's the Amazon exclusive indoor version though. Uh what else have I got? We made a big score at Michaels. We uh they were throwing away their Halloween land, like big styrofoam painted display with like steps and stuff in it. They were like, Hey guys, are you throwing that away? We could sure use that. It's the size of a small coffee table made of styrofoam with like hills and grass stuff on it. Like, sure, take it off our hands. Like, yes, we will. Huh. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have to see pictures of that. Yeah, it's nice. What, uh, why were they throwing it away? Because, I mean, we're not even at Halloween too, yet. They're done. They're they're already moving. They're getting, they're already getting ready for yeah, Christmas. Yeah, Christmas is coming. For Michael's, dude. 
Oh my uh, gosh, that's nuts. They were, dude, we went to Lowe's. They were selling Halloween stuff in July. That's how early they did yeah. Halloween stuff. Um, what else have I picked up recently? Uh, I have had, I've had my Boba Fett. Oh, I know what I picked up. Chris got it for me. Uh, my Boba Fett vintage 80s comic color in the green and white at, at Walmart, at Target. The Target exclusive. She found like an entire rack full of them. Wow. So, yeah, I heard they were hitting. Yep, she got those. And then my vintage uh, Fett and, Col- and vintage Kinder Colors uh, shipped this week. I haven't got it, picked it up yet, though. Um, so did my Tuscan Weird Massive. That shipped this week, too. Again, none of this has arrived yet because we're uh, we're playing the pre-order game forever and ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, I think that. Oh, and I got an e-crater from eBay uh, that's selling a bunch of uh, 118th scale stormtrooper hands that you can put on your stormtroopers. And uh, oh yeah, yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. They do yeah. like a lot of like trooper modifications yep. or weapons and stuff. That was a shout out to Anthony Sword who runs the Imperial Communique. He, I, cause I had saw this months ago and forgot, and then he even talked about it on one of his videos. Like, oh yeah, I was supposed to order those. So I watched. So I uh, ordered those. They were pretty reasonable price too. That was the reason I could afford it. Cause, oh gosh, so much stuff, dude. I don't. The wallet is not happy, and I'm glad. Well, we'll talk about it later. But there's certain things that aren't going up for sale yet. We'll talk about it later. But- Before we get into uh, the figure news, there was. A little bit of unexpected news that is welcome, I think, for a lot of people. And that is Mandalorian Season 1 and 2 is coming out on, not DVD, but Blu-ray and 4K. Yeah, when is that, by the way? Um, pre-orders, of course. Um, I thought it was like the end of August, but we are at the end of August, so... Yeah. But... From from my understanding, the unfortunate part about the Blu-rays is they're going to be in steelbook format. And there are people that are all about collecting the steelbooks, which automatically places a, a bit of a demand on them. The other problem, I didn't take a note of the price, but someone had said the price was something like $50 a season on the steelbooks. Holy crap yeah the pre-order launch was yesterday the 28th yeah okay so yeah it was august yeah i mean i definitely want to get them hard copy uh but man i don't know i don't think i can justify 50 dollars for like eight episodes and then if it's a steel book are we going to have to fight for it because of all the steel book collectors this is why people bit torrent you you could learn to BitTorrent for far cheaper than fifty dollars for eight episodes. Uh, yeah, they're 50, 50 bucks an episode, or season rather. I'm looking at them on Best Buy right now. Let me take a look here. Uh come with two discs and some little posters and cards, and they look okay. I might get them anyway, cause because I don't, cause I like, I like physical media, of course, and. Now that these things are pushing four years old. I'm hoping the fact they're finally releasing them means that they're going to lead with these because these are the most expensive. Because you know how Star Wars collectors are. Everyone will 
we'll buy them up and then like a year later they'll be like oh okay we have regular releases that are like half price yeah to this so you know exactly what they're doing yeah i'm i'm gonna play the long game on these i think so yeah but that was uh welcome news it's nice to see that they are willing to do it i think maybe part of it is just disney is hurting so bad where they're like please buy something from us we know they'll buy the physical media if we put that out at least i like the art uh, yeah the art part's so cool so with that let's get into the hasbro lame stream that they had today which i watched in person and that's something i normally never do i i think maybe part of it is i haven't gotten any figures i haven't really gotten anything recently and so it was just a way of me being involved in the fandom in some way or another it's like well i'll at least watch the other stuff that i'm gonna have to pre-order a year in advance i don't know if you want to cover the retro we normally don't cover the retro we normally don't cover let's at least give it a cursory skim over so we just know all right that sounds good but we'll skip black series unless you really want to uh there is one thing in black well there's a note in black series but we'll hit that we'll come back to because okay. it does, it does ricochet off the vintage collection. So yes, there's a something quick way with because the Alrighty. black series, you know, it's not. I don't hate black series collectors. Yeah, I just hate their budget because we should be getting it. But you know, <laughs> I I actually managed to sell a bunch of mine at the show. Oh, nice. <laughs> I, yeah, I got I got like uh, five or six of them sold, which was which was nice. So now I have money I can put towards maybe getting the ghost. <laughs> hmm. So, uh, back to retro. Um, so they led with Ahsoka. We're getting Ahsoka and retro. Um, obviously, this isn't you know something I collect, but I do like the fact they included uh, a soft goods robe with her. I thought it looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, we got Morgan Elsbeth, which people keep complaining that we're getting her as a figure in pretty much like every line. They keep saying, "Ah, oh, she's gonna be a peg warmer." However, I do have to caution to have some patience for people because for all we know, this series Thrawn is barely going to be in it and maybe Morgan Elspeth is actually the the main villain villain. for most of it. I mean, she has been for the first two episodes, her and Balin Skull and Shin Hati. Yeah, so there could be more there that we just aren't aware of. Uh, Let's just give it some time. Um they're coming out with uh, the HK droid. Yep. Which uh, they're pretty much coming out with that in like, in like every line. I don't know. Personally, I don't have the fondness of these droids as much as some people do. Well, there's a lot of people that are like, yeah, army build I'm just like, they're. Okay. You know why? It's because they're from KOTOR. Remember? They were, that's when they first blew up to be. But, one is... but they're not really from KOTOR. They're, they're yeah, called. You could call them something else and no one would say, hey, those are the droids from KOTOR. Hmm. I um, will say, I did like the chopper. The chopper with the sticker around the the front of it. I know you're a droid guy. I wonder if that cost yeah, you that. That's, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Still, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting it. I'd just rather have a realistic one. But I do like how they went the route of the sticker. Because yeah. uh, they haven't released uh, R2 or C-3PO in Vintage. Or uh, really? in the uh, retro. Yeah, they did. Yeah, but they were the the Kenner color. Um, no, no, no. Oh, you mean the vin- droids, right? In, uh, you mean in vintage or retro? 
in retro. Yeah, they remember the six pack came out about three months ago. You had to buy all six, but you get them back metalized for the first time in ten years. You got. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, again, I don't collect this line. <laughs> I, I generally don't pay attention to it. I didn't remember ever seeing the uh, the R two and three PO, but yeah. Um. So we got uh, Sabine, of course. We got Hera. I mean, basically all of these are, are from the Ahsoka show. Uh, and we got Marek, which we will talk more about him later because there's lots of speculation going on with him. Uh, we'll get into that when we talk more about the characters in the show. So uh, let's move on to their... Uh, will you, do, do you want to cover uh, Vintage Collection before you mention that about Black Series? Because uh, there was one you wanted to touch on? Yeah, well... Do you want to commit? You mean, you mean touch on Black Series before you jump into Vintage Collection, or vice versa? Which one did you yeah. Did Did you want to do one before the other? Is what I meant. Uh, I don't even remember what they announced in Black Series. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, okay. I, just, I, I think just, it was well, a lot of it was a lot of the same characters. Yeah, it was. I, it was. Uh, Except they had Ezra. They had Ezra uh, yeah, they, they had like the new Ezra. Yeah, I, I my my mind just goes into like Charlie Brown teacher moment. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, man. That me and Chris both noticed was that Morgan Elsbeth is in now all three lines, but her skirt in Black Series is different than it is in the Vintage Collection because in Black Series it's still it's still stiff plastic. Well, it's softer plastic, so it slits and so it can move. And in Vintage Collection, they realized let's just give her cloth goods because. She needs cloth goods to do all her martial arts that she does. Yep. And I'm just glad that those soft goods do not make it a deluxe figure. <laughs> yeah. Well, she doesn't come with any accessories, though, I don't think. In, either, in any of the well, well, it yeah, because if she came with, like, the spear, well, then she would be deluxe. She would have an accessory. <sighs> we'll talk about some deluxe anger I had. Yes. Yes. We, 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 I know we what will. you're talking about. Yep, we know, we both know what we're talking about. So uh, yeah, Mor- Morgan Elspeth, of course. Um, they revealed uh, the HK droid with with soft goods again. Yep. Uh, again, I'm not a huge fan of them. And normally, like troopers or guards or anything like that, I normally try to get two of each. I buy them in sets of two. Uh, the HK droid, when, when you're talking seventeen, eighteen dollars a figure, I think I will be good with just one. Now, he is the leader of them, right? The red one that we're getting. He's not like the regular gray and brown one. Yeah, yeah. Some of the color patterns are weird because um, the one, I, th- I think the retro line has it where it's like tan and red or something. It it looks like yeah. almost pieced together. It's a really weird color scheme. Um, don't think it looks all that great, honestly. Uh, and then we have in TVC, Hera. Uh, we're getting her in the look from the Ahsoka series. They made a point, which I'm I'm glad they did. They made a point to show that this is definitely a different outfit than the one that comes with the ghost. So um, this one is definitely from the Ahsoka series. The one that comes with the ghost is from that final season of Rebels. And that really was all they they showed us from uh, TVC, but well, they showed a lot of pipeline stuff. They did. I was glad. And uh, well, they did show us like the stuff we already knew about, like the Thrawn and uh, what was it, the uh, Soka and the 
extremely large helmeted Sabine Deluxe figure. So yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll get into that because that's yeah. a whole topic in and of itself. <laughs> uh, do you want to discuss the pipeline then? Yeah, let's go into pipeline. So we, we have we kind of assumed we would be getting Chopper at some point. Now I'm assuming this is not a mural Chopper. And they, I don't think they addressed whether they intend to potentially have Chopper on two different cards or not. Well, you're right, because uh, now... Because Chopper doesn't really change the way other characters do. No. Uh, I know in the roundtables they had day before yesterday, or on Saturday, one of the two, I mean Friday, uh, they said if we hit 17,000 on the HasLab... They'll make Chopper and Sabine single-carded on mural cards for regular retail. However, it doesn't. I don't know if we're going to hit seventeen thousand, but either way, they're they've already announced Chopper's coming anyway. So, like you said, are they going to have Chopper out there twice, or Glavis twisting in the wind? Who knows? Because well, my my the reason I think this is an odd way for them to do it is okay. Let let's assume. It meets the goal, and they go and they release the mural version of Sabine and the mural version of Chopper. And they put those out to market. And someone wants to buy all the mural versions for their collection, which we know a lot of people will. A lot of the card collectors. We talked about this. If they just put a tier of just the mural figures added on, you don't want to, they can buy the Razor Crest or and you can buy an extra set of mural cards. I would do that because I want the mural cards. Like Chris and, here, and here's yeah. what's going to happen, though. You're going to have a lot of people that can go and they can get the Sabine, they can get the Chopper, but they can never complete that collection if they haven't gotten the Ghost. And so well, it's it's almost like this weird thing like... Is that supposed to push people to get the ghost in order to get all the mural characters? Because that would be a really weird strategy, and I don't see that working. I don't see people buying an entire ship just so they can complete a collection of carded figures. Exactly. But if they put the carded figures as just an extra tier you can buy with the, on the campaign, so if you don't want the ghost but you want all the carded figures, you can do that. I would go for that, or if you that would you that would be a, that would be a really good way to do it, but it kind of does shoot them in the foot because yeah. then you're going to have a lot of people say I can't afford the ghost, but I'm definitely going to be all in on those figures. So why should I bother buying the ghost? Well, I mean, as long as it all feeds into the actual final goal, I mean, you might get more sales that way, but or make it an add-on. Like if you buy a ghost, you can add an extra set of figures. I, I just think they should have somehow tiered them in regardless. Like, like honestly, I think Chopper should have just been automatic. Automatic at baseline, Hera, yeah. Chopper comes with it. Yeah. Um, And then it wouldn't be that big a deal to have one more tier for Sabine, or you, you put Kanan and Ezra together as a tier, and then, like, exactly. Zeb and... Sabine is a tier or something. Like, and we all know, like, because they've kind of come quietly confirmed it. We are these molds are still going to exist in some form, but just not the season four. Uh, oh yeah, they didn't. Cards. They didn't put all that, all that prototype and 
you know, all that development time towards something that they're not going to release. And if you know, if they have the option to reuse a lot of parts or just repaint something like Sabine could probably just be repainted, you know, they're going to do it because that is like, that is how they do everything now. Oh man, you are, you must have ESP, man, because during the roundtables on Friday, that's exactly what they said. Chris came out and said, yeah, we purposely, because I guess the thigh cut is going away in black series since they're using barbell hips. Mm-hmm. And they asked him, and they said, well, because somebody asked about TBC, like, was this going away in TBC? And they were like, no, because it's already pre-existing in TBC, and we actually design figures, we actually design parts first that can use them for multiple characters. So the fight cut's going to be staying in TBC, because that's how we design the TBC figures. We design parts to be used on multiple figures. So... We got, for them being cheap, somehow lucked us out to keeping the thigh cut. Like, and we said, because on armored characters, it's way more needed for troopers. And like, I can understand, like, it looks a little weird on pansed characters where they're in pants and stuff. But, like, I, they're taking it away in Black Series because they have the, the ball-jointed hips now. And I'm like, the troops aren't the end-all, be-all guys. Like, don't, let's not think they are. They're good. They're a lot better than Swivel, but... I mean, I like my fight cut, especially for my troopers and such. Yeah, so speaking of troopers, one of the ones they announced in the pipeline, it's probably going to be just a re-release of what they already have, but the Stormtrooper. Oh, yes. I am very, very happy about this because I don't... Did we ever get an army builder pack of the, not the classic the, OT? Not, not the OT one with the, uh, with the holsters. And the uh, non-flared-out boots. Uh, yeah, so I'm really hoping that, and I, we probably will. They'll probably release. A, I hope they do because, uh, I mean, the, the the difference is subtle. It's flared-out boots and it's holster versus. Like, I notice it. It it really just. Well, to me, that first. really stands out. Yeah, yeah, true. You're also like you're you're designed like like the same reason you have you immediately notice the remnant scout troopers knee pads were wrong. You're like ah, <laughs> <laughs> but to the casuals they're not gonna notice. But I'm just glad they're getting it back out there because remember it was a it was a Walmart exclusive that people were having trouble buying. Then it went to Entertainment Earth and Fan Channel a year last year, and then now it's going to come out again for probably 2024 good because it needs to be out every other year fine bring out this ot stormtrooper you know because people are not going to stop buying them They're, people no, love no. stormtroopers. so we also have here uh r2d2 i don't know any more details on this if it's yeah just... that one caught me off guard because is it gonna be an all-new mold for r2 are they gonna finally bust up a new mold because They've been using the two, the, the Build-A-Droid mold, which is, some people think it's proportionally better, the, the top that comes off, and the little one that has, like, the little arm thing that comes out that was in that Entertainment Earth six-pack that has, like, the little, like... Um, well, well, that would be, like, the uh, Sail Barge R2. Yeah, yeah. It has what a, was that smaller one? Or no, uh, what am I thinking of? Uh, the Dagobah. Remember he has a little periscope that comes up in Dagobah? That one. That was in that Entertainment Earth six-pack? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know enough about R two molds. Those, I know those two, and I know, uh, I think Power of the Force two. <laughs> so, you know, if it's an all new mold, great. If not, eh, maybe it's Return of the Jedi card. I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, it would be cool if they said, well, we're going to try make the ultimate Ooh. R2. What and it comes on... with all kinds of little accessories that plug in. That, that, would... that would be neat. Wasn't the VOTC like that in 2004? Where it has like the little door opens up on him? Yeah, because he comes with, he was still vacuumized back then. I think he has one door. Yeah. And they actually released other versions of him where the door doesn't open. It's yeah. just shut. Because yep, I have yep, a couple yep. of those. Because I have a couple. Because I have the I have a loose in a card in one of the VOTC where he like the little saw that you can plug into him and stuff. And uh, yep, yep, yep. I was I wouldn't mind it because see because the one we got about two or three years ago was the Return of the Jedi card. And it was all dirty. Yeah, so, yeah. As a matter of fact, I think I still have that one on card somewhere. Nice. Now here's one that I don't know if they're redoing it or it's a re-release, but baffles me a little and that is the luke x-wing pilot mm, no i can understand why because he is dude, he's 50 bucks minimum oh really yeah he's he was not he got gobbled up quick and he it's an also, excellent excellent figure well it's yeah it's the first new pilot we had since what 2012 yeah it has it has I, bulge, I bought two of them because i figured i could do a head swap you know and maybe upgrade another pilot yep but because it's just a uniform that a lot of them wear. I think it would have been nice if they would have said, you know what, we're going to put a different head on it and make like a new wedge or something. Yeah, is is his his head is on a ball joint, isn't it? Isn't uh, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't remember. I mean, it probably is. I think it is because it was the same wave in 2019 that uh, Rise of Skywalker came out with with that Rise of Skywalker Ray and um, Kylo and that. Sith or that Sith Eternal jump red jump trooper came in. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it would be nice to uh, upgrade some of the pilots from the the short pilot with like the really wide leg stance, which is what I think the last version yeah. of Wedge was. Yeah, they they well, no, the last version of Wedge was the Snowspeeder Wedge in the, in the uh, three and three quarter black. Series. I know, but I mean the X Wing pilot. Oh yeah, X Wing all had that weird. We had that he had that wide stance on them. They were all like. Like they were all at tension or something, or told at ease in the line. Yeah, yep. wasn't a fan. And I was, and this Luke obviously has ball jointed hips, whereas all the rest are old school T crotch swivels, which I prefer the ball jointed because they're a nice upgrade. Yeah, and his, and his head scope was really good on that one too, if I remember. Oh yeah, yeah. It 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 blew all the other pilot Lukes away by wide, wide margin. Country mile, nice. So then we're also getting, and I, I think, to, not unexpectedly, uh, a New Hope Darth Vader, which mm. I'm curious how different it's going to be from the Dark Times one. Not I very. The Dark Times one was very close to it. It know? is. It even has the same paint markings on this on the mask. The only difference that I remember is that either, and it might be reverse how I'm thinking about this. He has vertical striping up his arms for the tubing on his on his under on his undersuit, and I think he has horizontal stripe. Or it's no, he had horizontal stripes on the undersuit in Dark Times, and they're vertical in A New Hope. That's I think it's either that or reverse one of the two. But that's the main difference. Like the gloves too, and maybe like the color of the lights on this on his chest box. So unless they're gonna do like the over the shoulder, I hate when they do that too. When they take his tabards. And they put them over the, the shoulder armor, like they were in the New Hope. It yeah, looks... I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't care for that style as much. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of guessing that they're probably going to just 
repaint something if it needs repainted but other than that i wouldn't be surprised if they just straight up repacked it put it on a different card yep i wouldn't mind that but get, i mean i got no that four. vader's amazing <laughs> yeah it is it is i love it dude i i've wore one out playing with it so much and but i still use him for like getting dirty for really dirty photography like he's in the woods like ah oh. so yeah that was one of the few figures i i bought two because i said uh you know what i can I'm not as fussy about Vader as some people are. Like, some people are really, you know, like, oh, this is definitely a Jedi Vader or Empire Strikes Back Vader. To me, I'm like, I just want a really good figure of him. And, you know, he's small. You know, you're talking about a four-inch figure, so it's it's not like it's going to be glaring on your shelf and you're going to be like, ah, that Vader's in the the wrong collection of figures or whatever. Yeah, the only thing that, like I said, like us, like we just mentioned earlier, the only thing that really stands out is like the when in New Hope he had the tabards over the shoulder armor, rather than he had them under for the other two movies and then Dark Times. So I don't know. So we're uh, also getting Rex. Uh, it it specifically is Bad Batch Rex, and I'm not sure what makes it Bad Batch Rex. Chris, versus... we watched Bad Batch. What was different from him from Clone Wars? Nothing to nothing that I really remember. Do you so I don't know if they just mean they're putting it on a Bad Batch card. I mean, I thought we got Rex in a Bad Batch card on a Bad Batch card about a year and a half ago, didn't we? With that group of four, that four pack we got. Oh, uh, I'm almost yeah. You know what? what? Yeah, I think I think you're right. Well, maybe they're just single carding the same figure. I mean, he was carded in that four pack. That's the thing. Well, they we might be doing a, but they might be doing a single release. Uh. Because we got him, we got Ballast, which got renamed to Hauser, and we got uh human that was I think the elite trooper. I can't remember who the fourth fourth person was, but I tell yeah. you one thing I will be happy about is I had the only Rex I have is the one that came in the the uh TIE Fighter Black uh Black series. The non removable yeah, and that always really bugged me that you couldn't have him with his helmet off. They recorded that. He spends a lot of time with his helmet off. Yeah, they revent, They recorded that in like 2018 or 19, or 19 or 20, rather. I think it was. Yeah, but he, yeah, but he didn't have. It was a permanent helmet. Yeah, it was same. It was, it was the exact same figure from the Tie Fighter. It was just. Yep. Which, I got which it. definitely needs improved upon. To be honest with you, I like Rex and all the clones better in the Bad Batch anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they're going to do him with, like, his robes and stuff from the Bad Batch. Like, Ooh. where he was kind of covering up his armor. All right. Well, he, I don't know. Maybe they're going to redo. He's from the Bad Batch. Maybe they're going to redo. Oh, I know what they're going to do. We forgot. This was on the old body. Remember? Okay. okay. This was on the old. They just made that new body for the new. Because those look like they're the ones with the big gangly legs. Big gangly spin spin. Thin legs, you're correct. So yeah, they're gonna redo Bad Batch Rex with the new, like more screen accurate live action body. All right. Well, that's probably what exactly what they're gonna do. Goody good. Goody good. Good to know. We're kind of figuring stuff out. Yeah. So then there's uh, what it sounds like is a two pack uh, Jedi Revan and HK Droid from. Okay. We had to rewind that a couple times and listen because. The listing says and, which is why I'm thinking it's a two-pack. Well, 
does it say gaming greats or galaxy of adventure on it on the listing mm, i didn't notice because emily good. says we're bringing we're bringing to the galaxy of adventure line and i was like galaxy of adventure wasn't that a line from like five years ago that i mean it's like always possible years. she misspoke i thought gaming greats it would make more sense if she meant gaming greats because that's hk joyed from the kotor and revan from kotor that that's that's what i'm assuming and i mean the jedi revan is kind of a no-brainer because once again they're just repainting the revan that they're they just pre-ordered for it. yeah no and the hk droid now this would be the hk droid that i would be more interested in yeah it looks a little more like the, the one from the game and or... i wonder if they have those build a droid molds that they're just going to use those or if this is all new sculpt maybe uh, how much you maybe uh, i mean i'm sure they with uh, disney and the losing so much money from covid on the parks and so they're willing to let hasbro pay a little money to get some of those molds to be used on their end I, so. actually I, t I tell you what they're probably going to do this this is this is my thought now because of them liking to reuse stuff and a lot of times stuff they just came out with I'm going to say this is the HK droid body that's being released from Ahsoka, and they're just doing a new head on it. Probably. That I bet you that's sense. the way they're yeah. doing it. I mean, uh, I mean I, if we can, I'll just swap the heads out and paint the head to make them more of the, uh, the trooper ones that come with the red one. Yeah. I mean, I like to KOTOR. I play the, play the heck out of both of them, but some people live and die for KOTOR in the Old Republic, and it's yeah. cool. I I prefer different characters, but you know. Now the interesting thing, the build a droids. I have a majority of the build a droids complete. Mm. The reddish HK droid is one of only I think two or three build a droids I do not have complete. Mm. And it's because for like I have the uh, the one that's kind of like the greenish blue, which personally I like that color a lot better. I think it's a lot more interesting. But the reddish one is the one from the game. And so if you find parts or that one complete, he goes for a lot more than the bluish one does. Oh, yeah? Yep. And I never thought to like try to finish that one all that much because I like the <laughs> other color better. And now I'm kind of like, oh. Why didn't you do that? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I've told this story before. I was telling Chris this while we were watching the live stream. They're re-releasing the Black Series Chopper with like a new a new dirty wash on them and stuff mm -hmm. and then you got the new black series ezra and I, I i pulled up galacticfigures.com shout out to crispy and i showed her how they'd already released the entire rebels crew in black series right and i was like i already have and technically you know don't collect black series anymore at the time i had i had sabine ahsoka kanan and hera and i said i actually went to a target and found Chopper and Ezra and held them in my hand. I was looking at them and I was like, well, you know, no one knows who these characters are. They'll be, they'll probably sit on the shelf for a while. I put it back, never saw them again. Chopper moved pretty well. Like he yeah. didn't, he didn't really hang around. Hmm. Um, he is one of the few Black Series figures that I still held on to. No, oh, nice. Because I like the droids and he's, he's just a great figure. Um, now, let me ask you. Did he come with multiple like fire things like this one does, where it has like the jet fire and the stuff on the ground being blasted back? Yeah, so you you can take the center leg out and put in the little rocket, and the little rocket has a flame effect. Ah. 
and then there's a base and the tip of the flame effect actually like sits in that base so you can have it like he's actually taking off and then it has uh a swappable or no no i i don't think he no i think the black series one does come with a swappable leg so you can make them both match and then um his arms come out of his head which is awesome that they don't just plug in there's actually like little panels that unfold and is oh nice and they don't just like pop out straight like you can actually tilt them forward and everything it's very poseful great figure love it so then comes a figure that is one of those it's about time Mm. and that is a new hope leia you know it finally well, how long has it been? 2004 since we've had the new Leia? And it's been a while. New, new, new Hope Leia, I mean. Yeah, it's so. been... You know, I mean, we've got a couple recent Leias that have been new, like ugh, that bold-legged Bespin Escape Leia, which has a good head sculpt, but, I mean, the body is... We're not going to talk about That's Yeah, not yeah. great. Um, yeah, as I was, I was telling Chris, like, this is the first time we've had this Leia since... VOTC, I think it is, or did it come out in your first run of the vintage collection, 2010? Either way, it's been over 10 years since we've had a new Hope Leia, and hopefully, don't screw it up. Don't screw it up, Hasbro. <laughs> yeah, we we can't afford to have a subpar figure and then have to wait another 10 years for another one. Mm. So they hopefully they don't drop the ball on it. And the thing is, they can do a good soft goods Leia because the one that they did back in the uh, and the OTC vintage had soft goods, and it was yeah. it was really good. Yeah, so. wouldn't it be hilarious if they did her just with like as like a blank body underneath, but with her entire stuff except for her belt with soft goods, and they could use that body as a new Java's Prisoner's Leia? Hmm, it'd yeah, be that interesting. Would, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? You know what I would have to do if I if I was in Hasbro, I would have to like just fool around with people. And get the power of the force two evil monkey face Slayer. No. Like put the head on and then announce it as a reveal. Like uh <laughs> like, hey, here's the new Leia. And we really worked hard to try to get this realistic face sculpt. And then everyone loses their mind and just be like, Oh no, we're we're just joking. Guys, guys, chill out. Oh man. That would be a good test to see how many of your people would actually speak their mind and give you the correct opinion. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. You know, you know that they're doing that retro uh, Phantom Menace set, like for the pipeline there about a month ago. Yeah, I've actually thought, would they be so bold as to go find those old molds for Power of the Force Two, slap those on some Power of the Force Two retro cards, and throw them out there as like a as a test set to see if people would actually go buy old Power of the Force? <laughs> Well, I mean, technically they are vintage, and that's and if you're trying to reproduce it how it originally was, then you know mm. they're they're not entirely wrong. But I think they're really trying to keep with like that five POA aesthetic, yeah. but you know, with just the straight arms and everything. Finally, for the pipeline, and and this will be a good segue in, in into another discussion with a uh, deluxe figure mm-hmm. we're getting a deluxe figure of Django fett yeah. now normally i'm like 
I'm ready to riot whenever I hear another figure is deluxe because so far I have seen very few figures that I think approached deserving a deluxe release. I'd say the trooper with the e-web, yeah, and maybe the dark trooper, and yeah, even man. in those cases, I think they were kind of pushing it. The flame trooper, he did have a big flame effect too, and that was kind of kind of close yeah um but with Django, the thing we do have to have with Django, if they if they're truly going to make this the ultimate Django, he has uh you you could do a swappable head with him he has two different jetpacks and he also has the poncho so he has a number of accessories to do different sort of versions and he uses his flamethrower so they could have a flame effect for the flamethrower they could have a flame uh, effect for the jetpack Django, i think is approaching the point where yeah if they it, put all that in it that's not telling chris what if they yeah. decided just to give us like one jetpack and a swappable head and a flame effect there's deluxe yeah that's absolutely not a deluxe at that point because yeah. it it's nothing more than any regular carded figure has. I agree. With he you. has to have all that extra stuff. He needs to have his two jetpacks because he shoots the rocket off the first one at Obi One. He needs to have a swappable head to either his just regular head that he has talking to Obi One with, or the one with the ear pads that he wears in the cockpit of the Slave One with. Um, and he needs to have. I'd yeah, he said a flame effect would work. I'd really, if they really wanted to shine it on, I'd really like it if they put like that uh that real cool tribal blade that comes out of the side of the gun one gauntlet that he uses to slow himself down when he's sliding. I down. was thinking about that, but that on such a little figure would probably be like the size yeah. of a comlink. <laughs> it right. would it would get lost. Really. I, I'll give you that, but at least give him his his zip line. He needs a zip line or something. That even though they gave one to Fett six inch. We couldn't get that in Vintage Collection, even though we were like, we were just so dumbfounded to actually get a new Boba Fett that actually was so good. We just didn't yeah. remember. Oh yeah, he didn't use his zipline. Oh, I I want if they're gonna give him Deluxe, he needs to have both his pistols, both jetpacks, a swappable head, flame effect. Now here here's the question, mm. uh, because it, this is going to segue also into what I was talking about with uh, Deluxe figures, but. Would they say that they need to have a removable helmet on this Django so that he could be the reason being so he could be beheaded and his head falls out? I mean, <sighs> and you have oversized holding it, and you know. if they oversize this helmet like Sabine's, it'll be it'll be rough. I mean, I'm not I'm not a big Django guy anyway. I remember the old lore. When Boba Fett was a man called Just Muriel, a young man named Just Muriel who changed his name to Boba Fett, he wasn't some little kid that was a clone of Django Fett. That was something they put in later because this way he didn't have to go by, go give royalties to people from Western Games that wrote all that lore. So I was never the biggest Django guy, but I did appreciate some things George did with the character, like. Well, not really appreciate, but catch like he turned his suit all silver, silvery shiny, you know, or like a dull shiny, which is the way 
he instructed the writer that did the novelization of Empire Strikes Back to portray Boba as instead of being like painted green to have him shine. So when you read the novel of Empire Strikes Back, the original, Boba Fett's like all shiny like Jango is in the novel. It's um not like it's shown on screen. That well, was- it kind of makes sense too because if it's Beskar, you look at Mando and when he has the full Beskar armor, it it has that kind of look to it. Yeah, so well, Boba likes to paint his, and I appreciate even fat, chunky, but hefty Boba Fett paint repainting all nice <laughs> and green. That was nice. Good job. Yeah, so I, I mean, this Django, if they throw all that stuff at it, I, that's a lot more easier to stomach, especially because you have two jetpacks. Mm. That's going to require a bigger uh, bubble anyway. If it was a single, you know, regular figure. Tell me if I'm wrong. Didn't we get in the Saga 1 collection in like 2002 or 2003 on the blue Saga 1 card a build-up Django where you could like, he's in his regular t-shirt, but you could like put all the armor on him and stuff that came with the padded earbud head as well? I think we did. I don't I don't know what line it was. I'm pretty sure it was Saga 1, but I don't get me wrong on that. Uh, it might have been. The, I, have, um, I have two Django's. One was from the the evolutions pack where and i think in that one his color was off a bit it it looked more purple his jumpsuit um and then i have the one that comes with the poncho that was released on vintage collection back in like 2012 or sometime around there but yeah i i welcome a new one uh we have these new mando bodies so it makes sense that uh, you know, they might be able to reuse a lot of that. Yeah, well, there's a couple guys in the community that have been clamoring for a new Django Fett ever since that uh, the new the new Mandalorian bot- body's been hitting the market on things like Boa Fett or that Mandalorian Death Watch Trooper from first season of Mandalorian. So it's understandable, I guess. I mean... Well, okay, so now the segue into another deluxe figure. Uh, we're talking about helmets. <laughs> the uh, deluxe Sabine Wren. What the well, heck we, is going on? We discussed her lightly the last episode. We didn't like because we had saw some of the pictures, and we I'm going to share my screen because I found some comparison shots. Uh, give me yeah, the photos that came out. They you could tell. Yeah, it's a little oversized. And then, as more and more photos came out, uh, wow. Yeah. All right, so here is, like, it's comical at this point. Like, I think someone said, who was it? Which one of you said it looked like a, looked like a Pops? I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard people say, well, it's a deluxe figure because they, inclu- they included with it a uh, Black Series Sabine helmet and... Yeah, like, it it is enormous. And like I said, if if you could take that helmet and practically put it on Vokatan's helmet. Yeah, or the six inch figures, but it's almost it's almost like lined up with it's so huge. Like, yeah. do, do you remember that one Han is it that Han Solo we got that comes with like all his Death Star stuff where it comes with the Death Star we comes with the Stormtrooper belt and that the chest armor and that big oversized helmet you're supposed to put on Han Solo for no reason. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. It looks so bad. Like, here, I'm gonna show you. Here's here's a the, the picture of the actress 
He looks really nice. And her helmet would fit that. This helmet does not need to be this giant for this little nugget of a head. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm actually gonna pull stuff off. But why? It's and it's, she's got a close, like very close cropped hair, so it's not like yeah, you it's know. not like it's gonna be a. I mean, a, like it needs to be a little oversized. Okay, because it has hair. What in the heck, people? I mean, unless there's something they know we don't. I don't well, know. I, I heard in one of, I don't think it was the live stream, but I heard that they did address it, and apparently they they saw the prototype and they weren't happy with it, but mm. for whatever reason, it happened anyway. I mean, it's Hasbro. Who, who knows what the actual story is? My My speculation on the whole thing was I had wondered if they didn't send the factory specs on the helmet and they made a mistake there therefore the factory wasn't going to cover the mistake nope. the factory comes back says here here's what you told us to make here's what we made and hasbro goes oh crap we messed up <laughs> however fixing the problem is going to cost us a hundred thousand yep. dollars we're not going to eat that price we're going to go through with it that's what happens when you mess them all up Today, so... one of the things I noticed on the live stream was there was a quite a few comments about things being, um, you know, kind of done in more of a hurry to make it in line and in time with the Ahsoka show. Um, but that would, you know, that would kind of go in line with your thoughts about there being a mistake, you know, a mistake that had gotten made um, due to their rushing. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be the first time. Like I was showing Chris earlier. Do you remember that Black Series uh, Yavin Luke that had the misspelling on the front of the box? Uh, oh, yeah. Skywalker. And then, like, they misspelled the word pilot for Pilot Luke today in the live stream. I was, guess you, it was like, they they, called, they spelled it P-I-O-L-E-T, Pilot. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? That was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, who knows, man? So I, I mean that that's my speculation on it is it was their screw up and they knew fixing it would cost more you know that would chip into that fifty percent greater profits, so they figured release it. But there's a number of people saying at those kind of prices you you can't be cutting corners no, on it's your a quality control, figure. and you've like you tell me that you want me to buy that for thirty. I'm not buying that for thirty dollars. I will wait till the single card comes out, and 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 you know what? Honestly, I'm get I'm getting so freaking tired of the deluxe figures that aren't really deluxe figures, it, you know. And I and I really would like to get the Loth Cat for it, but I may be passing on this because I'm ponying up that money that much money. I don't want to have to go get a helmet yeah. from another figure now. Someone was saying that the 5POA original Rebels helmet would work. But I just checked on eBay, and of course now they're going for like 30 bucks a piece. And, and I was wondering, too, if maybe the retro line, like maybe that, that would one. fit. I have a feeling that one might be too small, because it seemed like she had a little tiny pea head on the uh, retro one. But Yeah. But, it, but again, you're still spending, you know, what? 12 14 dollars for a retro figure just to get the helmet so yeah. and you, and, the, and the whole point is you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to like seek out roundabout ways to make your figure 
just the bare minimal <laughs> I was telling quality Chris, control. Yeah, I was wondering about like how Mike French from Metro Blasting did that video on Luke and Duke from uh, from G.I. Joe and Luke from Star Wars. They purposely slightly mess up those figures, so you have to keep buying to try to get a definitive version of that character because it's a mess. Yeah, I mean, I, I really, I mean, I think the figure itself looks good. Like I said, I I really would love to get the Loath Cat. I've never been a big Loath Cat fan. We saw it in live action. I think was it Rise of Skywalker had him. Mandal- in live Mandalorian. Action? Mandalorian had it first. Yeah, but it but it looks a little bit, I think, too much like the animated version where this actually. Yeah, looks the like... faces are like straight up spheres <laughs> like with like 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 pac-man, pac-man. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like pac-man like they need to have actual like jaw lines guys not just like pac-mans that open like nah 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 that nah. yeah so yeah we'll we'll see uh i know some people are like well you know I'll, I'll pick it up on clearance and i'm like i never see stuff like that on clearance heck i don't see half the figures on you know even in stores let alone on clearance i only just the other day saw the deluxe paz vizsla at a target nice and i've had him in hand for for months and it was the same way with the dark trooper i had mine in hand for months before i ever saw one in the stores and i never saw either one of them at a walmart so i saw what i think i saw at walmart was the Removable helmet Vader Han Solo Weekway Wave. So I think I saw it at Walmart. Hmm. Yeah, I'd, I've never seen that. But I've been to about five or six different Walmarts all within like the last couple weeks. And except for maybe a couple Landos still hanging around, it is dead. Like like they have micro collection. They, they're full of retro. Uh, they have a lot of black series but like zip when it comes to vintage collection. Yeah. Same thing with ours. We have plenty of black series and plenty of micro collection. Well, all right, let's, uh, let's get into the Ahsoka show then, or, or I actually, I should say, uh, how'd you like the Sabine show? The first Ah. episode of Sabine. You know, here's what I'm going to say to start my off my opinion. So, people talk about it. Dave Filoni is obviously the writer. We saw that the credit in the first two, se- two episodes. And he apparently forgot how to write Hera, or he didn't have the right writers on her. Because you, you didn't get Mich- Vanessa Marshall's a little too I think a little too old. She might be able to play AJ. Hera's about 40 years old. Well, I thought Mary Elizabeth Weinstead she seemed too young. Like, she- if if, if it was Rebels trade, yeah. era and it was her, even then, like Hera to me seemed more mature. Yeah, Hera was in her mid twenties in Rebels, so she'd be now. That was started four years before New Hope, so we're we're like thirteen years after Rebels. So she's pushing around 39, 40 years old, which Mary I th- which I think isn't all that far off from her real age. No, but, it's not, but. I don't know. For me, it doesn't fit the characterization of, of Hera a whole lot. Well, her the way they wrote the character was a little bit different for me because Hera was always that she laughed and had fun when it was appropriate, but 
she was always a little bit more serious and stoic. She was the rebel cell leader. She was the one we all called her space mom because no matter what happened, she had to look out for her crew. When uh, Kanan got captured, when Ezra got captured, she was always out over one, trying to convince the others you have to go back for him. You have to do this. Certain things they did for fun to make little quirky jokes kind of came off belying that or undercutting that to where it really wasn't in her kind of nature. I mean, you got to remember, Hera grew up in the OT era of being oppressed with a angry at her father because she thought they had a falling out over what happened and they even remember remember that great episode of rebels where she meets she goes back and talks to her father and she for the first time ever we see her get angry and she's her french accent comes out Mm -hmm. that was great writing and i don't i know marilyn was a a decent actress she knows how to act so it's obviously the writing that's just well see they put that kind of like stoic sage person as Ahsoka's character more when Sabine's in the hospital, she gets wounded. I won't say how. Uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that. And she's trying to like reprogram that HK helmet. She's, what happens if, it, if you put too much power? It'll explode. And Huang's like, what do you mean explode? And here's like, go ahead, go for it. That part to me clicked me. Like that was... For that in the Corellia part where she's on Corellia, like trying to like shake down that guy for information on where those hyperdrives are going. She said, Well, I'm a general, he can tell me. And he goes, Why well, need cl-. like militaries still have classification ranks? There's well many ranks above general in the high command of an organization that doesn't get that. I don't, I, don't I, I somewhat disagree about it not feeling like Hera, the mom. Um, I definitely saw Space Mom come out in her interactions in kind of dealing between Ahsoka and playing that, you know, kind of middleman between Ahsoka and Sabine. Like, so you did see some of it. I don't know. I mean, to me, Hera was the one that just felt off somehow on the casting. Or like you said, maybe something in the writing. It, she's it's... she's playing like a twenty-five-year-old again, like she is in Rebels. To me, I don't. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, as far as appearance goes, she might look younger. But hey, what what do we know about Twi'lek ages? You know, uh, Ayla Secura might have been like eighty-five. We don't. Yeah, know. well, but... Femi Taylor was still in great shape and played both Ula both times, 20, 15 years apart. So, so let let's. Uh... I want to talk about some of the characters quickly. So Ahsoka, someone had made the point that, yes, she's older, but she seems a little just kind of stiff and, and like very serious and not quite like what you expect her to be. And uh, I, I, I kind of agree. She, and that's why I was saying, you know, it's the Sabine show because Sabine's character was much more interesting than Ahsoka was in her own show. Agreed. A a little bit like Andor. It's all the other characters that are more interesting. I agree. Now that you mention it, I liked Sabine's arc a lot. Like It has her having to come to terms that she's going to have to go go back with Ahsoka. And you have... We know Ahsoka walked away from her for some reason. I always used to think because Ahsoka was getting romantically involved and she didn't want to do that. 
that's my head cannon. I'm sticking to it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I agree. Sabine to me was much more interesting because so they have Sasoka. Because I was talking to Chris about this, uh, I think yesterday. Ahsoka was remember the second season of Mandalorian. She's hanging out with Mandal- with uh, Grogu and Mando, and she's having fun. She's talking with Hank and, ha- and like not having like not all callings are stressed out. Like, where was that Ahsoka performance? This one was much more like you said, stiff and stoic. I'm like, I can understand it to a point, but uh, lighten up a little, yo. I don't disagree that that yes we could have seen a little bit of the lighter side too but i don't think that it is totally outside of her character if you go back and you think about the clone wars and her reaction to making mistakes um you know when she would screw up afterwards she would be very sullen and very hard on herself and she she'd get down and then i feel like this you know, she's gone through so much. She's gone through, you know, everything that happened with Anakin. And then now, you know, she's had this period of time where she had a Padawan herself and apparently walked away from it. She felt like she failed. And so I kind of, um, I kind of think like this is, is part of that. And we're going to see both her and Sabine um, come out of it and grow. Ooh, maybe Sabine has to make her come out of her shell and be like, you know, fun again. Yeah, and at the end where, you know, Ahsoka kind of looks at her and is like, Padawan. You know, that, you you know, that little clip right there kind of had that in it. I guess you're right. Something I noticed, and this is just kind of a little bit of a side tangent, but it's about Ahsoka. Why does, is she wearing contacts? Her eyes seem really weird for some reason. Uh I think she is, yeah. Cause yeah, they, they're definitely contact. Like, her eyes are very, like, big and brown in the animation, but then they're, like, almost, like, creepy and white in this. I don't know, maybe they, like, have, like, have it, like, reflecting... I, I don't know, man. I, I, I really wasn't paying attention to her eyes that much. I was trying like to... Like I said, just, just a side tangent, but it was, like, something about her eyes just looks weird. Let me go with my side tangent. I understand that there's that other sci-fi franchise that somehow had a good send-off in its last season of Picard, all right? And Chris doesn't want to talk about the cinematography of the first episode, especially that first five minutes where we got... Uh, yeah, that was like our first... Star like, Trek homage. Yeah, it, was like, it feels like Star Trek. Because they had the bridge of the Mon Calamari cruiser, and you had, like... Bring it up, ship coming into our system. Bring it up, Captain's Log, 47. Blah, blah, blah. I'll go down and check security, bring him into the hold. And it was like, is this, it, it had even like the even 90s lighting of Star Trek, if you go back and watch that. <laughs> and I was like, what the, what, is this Star Trek? <laughs> and so, you know, maybe it was, I don't, I don't know. It, I will say, though, maybe. I don't know if the cinematographer is different. I haven't checked the cinematographer who it was versus the Mandalorian and other places, but some of the shots could have been shot from it. Like, there's a couple of shots where they show, like, the the Rebel uh, security crew and that Rebel captain, and, like, those uniforms are not custom-cut fit because they look pretty bad from the back. You know, like, oh, no. <laughs> in this even lighting, you see every little bad hinge and 
a little every little bad wrinkle in the offset seam line you know things it did get better when we watched it we watched it originally on 4k and the lighting was so high dynamic ranged that we were that we were both very like this did not look like this in the previews Hmm. and um and then we watched it again down like on our computers with like our gaming lighting um kind of set up and it was it was much better so i don't did you notice the yeah, it was slightly better. It was more much. The darks were much more darker yeah. on the on the gaming settings. Maybe it was the uh, settings we had it set up for on the 4K. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, one thing that I did notice with the cinematography in this, which was welcome to me, is that it didn't feel so rushed. Where it was like the camera could linger for a bit in an area where it wasn't like edit, 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 cut jump to this where some of the other series they they do that and it makes it almost feel like they're being like super super budget conscientious to a negative degree and i'm I'm wondering if maybe that is a little bit of lucas rubbing off on feloni because lucas would do that too it's not like you know it's like let the camera on this for a little bit let the camera on this for a little bit um there was a little bit more of that patience to the mm. to the editing that seemed different than the Mandalorian, seemed different than well, maybe not so much Andor because Andor definitely had a little bit more room to breathe with stuff. Yeah, uh, definitely Boba Fett uh, more so than Boba Fett. So that that was welcome. Uh, some stuff seemed like it took a almost a little too long to get to the point, but. I do appreciate that the the camera wasn't just all over the place for no reason. Agreed. I uh, yeah, know what you're talking about. And I'm gonna I'll say some good. Uh, there are some good things I like that too, like Balin's skull and all the all the bad guy parts were great. To me, that was the best part of the show was the uh, watch them set this the stuff up and you get to find out there's a second galaxy that somehow Thrawn's been shot to or something. Uh, okay. Morgan Elsbeth uh, being having her ancestors ancestors with the Night Sisters and shit like that, that. That was cool. And that's another reason why I said people keep saying, oh, why do we have her? Well, it might turn out, like, like maybe she actually pulls out some, uh, some like, crazy magic stuff at some point. Yeah, we don't know. That's, that's another thing that ticked me off. Not about the show, but about the people. I don't want magic in Star Wars. You don't want magic in Star Wars? What the heck is wrong with you? Then you don't want the Force. <laughs> yeah. Well, because well, see, these are younger people that grew up with the Force being micro uh, mitochondria in ourselves, right? They're not magic they're a physical tangible thing that's the difference in how these people those a majority of those younger fans think and i'm like no magic's always existed in star wars it just wasn't until the 90s when he tried to put a tangible amount to it like maybe to appease the because he wanted to like try to make it like a certain scientific thing rather than spiritual i don't know well, everything is magic until you find the science behind it. It's all, you know. So, yeah, ba- Balin and Shin, they, and uh, the um, Inquisitor American stuff, there's still, like, a lot of questions I have about all these characters, what they're doing, why are they there, what are their motivations. Um, Merrick, there's a lot of speculation about him. I've heard, like, Oh, he's actually, it's going to turn out he's Ezra. 
um it's going to turn out he's star killer i think there is some i can see why some people are saying that initially i thought he may be disposable mid-level boss battle is what i thought the his purpose might serve like at some point ahsoka's gonna have to fight him again but hey, he can be killed off because he's not one of the main villains. Um, because if they make him Star Killer, th- that would be like really cool. But at the same token, are normies going to get it? Well, I was watching Star Wars Theory. He brought something up yesterday where Sam Witwer is credited in these two first episodes. And we were like, where is he? And I'm thinking he's just doing the. The, the jumping around and stunt work for the Inquisitor. Because we're like, because he's not, we don't, because I don't remember seeing him at all in the two episodes, but he's credited in them. I mean, yeah. he could just be voicing an alien even because Possibly, he's yeah. done voices before. Possibly. And that's where I think the Starkiller rumors are about. I think it's him under the mask, but I don't think they're going to show his face as Sam Whitworth's face being that Inquisitor. I mean, kind of. I guess it might. He might be, because technically they use Star Killer's face is Sam Witwer's face. So, if he undid his mask, it would be Star Killer, you know. But I don't think they'll use him as the face of the Inquisitor. But he might be the guy underneath the suit doing the stunt work. Is what I'm thinking it might be. Yeah, and that and that's the thing, you know. Ha- having the mask on, I think, can throw people off. Where they say, "Well, why do they have a mask?" Well, because it's going to be revealed who they are. Well, sometimes the reason they put masks on people is they can have like five different stunt guys all playing the same part. Oh, the Mandalorian. Like, like the Mandalorian, but it's also why, like, you see so many uh, shows where there's like a bunch of henchmen and they all have helmets. It's like, why? Well, because you can kill that one guy over there five times, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so having the helmet on, it there are like logistical reasons to do it as well. Hmm. Um, I think if it was Ezra, it wouldn't make a lot of sense, because... No. Like he would probably be wherever Thrawn is. I've heard leaks, and I don't know if we want to get into rumors and speculation that, and this is my own guess, that there's a leak that Thrawn has a personal bodyguard. That's because we know it's not Rook, because we know what happened to Rook at the end of Rebels, called um, Enoch. And so I'm thinking that might be the Ezra character. Maybe he's ascended to some, some, uh, this is all speculation. Don't take it for anything. Who knows? Um, hmm. but that's what the leaks and the rumors are. As for you know, I think Balin, because you know Ray, what's his name? What's his last name? Fisher, the guy that plays Balin. Ray, uh, Ray Stevenson. Ray Stevenson. Since he's passed away now in real life, they'll probably will have him be the one that gets killed off. And um, I don't know. Maybe they'll kill both of them off. We were talking about earlier right before we went live. How? Thrawn might not show up to like the last episode <laughs> or something. Hey, hey, look, look, uh, look at Moff Gideon. Oh, like, yeah, he didn't show up the, the last episode. It, like every season, he's only been in maybe one or two episodes. Mm-hmm. That's why, why I'm thinking Thrawn may just end up being because it's only eight episodes we have, so he's probably just going to show up on like the last two. And I mean, good grief, we have we have Merrick. 
the two, you know, quote unquote, dark Jedi. And we have Morgan Elizabeth. I mean, we have four villains that our characters are going to be contending with and then Thrawn. And they're going to do it all in eight, eight episodes. So I'm assuming they're going to hold off on the Thrawn thing. And I would not even be surprised if we are not left with a cliffhanger. I would not either, because there's been they've been kicking around noise that there's going to be a Mandoverse movie after yeah. uh, the, and so I bet Thrawn winds up being the big bad in the movie. Because we we could even have it where the cliffhanger is Merak or whoever like takes off the helmet. It's like, oh my gosh, it's Ezra, and there it is to be continued. Well, no, so. he takes it off, and it's Kanan. Can't survive, <laughs> and then just everyone's brain would explode. Like, what? Well, there's a reason why, you know. What? Uh, who knows? Who knows? So, I just... um, yeah, I mean, I'm as soon as we get done here, I'm gonna watch episode three. I've been pretty happy with it. So, uh, b- before we wrap it up, there's there's actually two things in this that drove me crazy. One much more than the other, but the first one is. Can, can we be done with the maps? Yeah, dude, it's getting tired. We had we, we need a map to take us here and a map to take for the and half the time the maps make no sense. Like, yeah. why did anyone make a map like that in the first place? Why does that even exist? So I'm done uh, with the maps. I Let's mean, get away from the maps. I have no problem with maps if they serve the functional purpose that's beyond a MacGuffin. You know, they're using the map to throw on as a MacGuffin for the other galaxy and rise. Skywalker, they had the map to the unknown region, or not the uh, Exegol that's lost in the Great Maelstrom, or whatever it is. And right in the to Force Awakens, a map to Skywalker. I don't mind maps, especially if they show the galaxy, the high and all the trade routes and everything, and how like strategy works with like wars and the Star Wars. But like, don't make it some kind of linchpin that everyone wants. Oh, we need the map. You know? Yep, yep, and and that's the thing. It's like every time it's been some sort of MacGuffin. Maybe once in a while do that, but they've overused it a lot. Yeah, and speaking of overuse, comes the the most blatant misuse of anything is the gut stab. <sighs> I don't, I'm well. I'm beginning to move over to Han Solo's point of view because. You can take out an armored stormtrooper with a blaster, but apparently just about anybody but Qui-Gon Jinn can survive getting run through the gut like a shish kebab with a or, lightsaber. Or Han Solo, if you remember, by his own son. So. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yep, apparently. <sighs> well, maybe he would have lived, but, you know, he fell off into that chasm, so. Yeah, true, the fall killed him, the fall killed him. Um, yep. Qui-Gon just, you know, I don't know. I remember, like you do, that when you get stabbed with a lightsaber, your organs feel that cut and fall because there's nothing under there holding them up anymore, and they just continue just... Or a side cut that slices through you, you know? Those used to be instant. Those used to be fatal, you know? Straight jabs through... Okay, so you got shot in the chest. You survived it. Maybe because, you know, if Shin just didn't... She just pulled right back out instead of just moving her sword to the side. <sighs> And okay. and that and that's the thing that I think makes it even worse is even if for story reasons you had to say she gets severely injured somehow, you, you could do it where she just gets like slashed on the back of the calf and she yeah okay okay or she can't stand to fight anymore she loses a hand you know we have a well, Star Wars I mean you can lose body parts all the time in Star Wars yeah 
Finn, remember Finn got sliced in the back and somehow he survived. I'll, I kind of give a, a a pass on that one because Kylo had that real janky lightsaber that he couldn't like correctly make, so it was like flickering on an awful lot. So maybe it wasn't as powerful. But there's a reason why it's supposed to be so defensive and so brutal. Like all I can assume, I'm at this point. I'm like, well, they weren't really trying to kill her because they really maybe. There's also the, some of the speculation that maybe Balin isn't as evil as everyone's taking him out to be. He gets, he's getting paid by the Morgan Elspeth to be on that side, but he even talked about it to be ashamed to kill Sokotano. There's so few mm-hmm. Jedi that's left, so maybe he's not totally evil. So he's kind of trained him and in, in Shin, who I assume Shin is his student. She's wearing the Padawan braid. Maybe mm-hmm. she's his daughter. I don't know. But Reva surviving two of them, you know, one when she's a kid and one when she's an adult from Vader. I mean, apparently she was touched by the gods and just can't die. <laughs> well, she's a Highlander. She will only die if she's beheaded. <laughs> that, that's that's what they need to do. Stop the gut set. They should have beheaded her. Yeah, I, I mean, other than that, I, I've been really happy with it. There's uh, there's a lot there's lots of love there. Yeah, it's... Oh, oh, we didn't talk about the opening. That Game of Thrones opening that it has. How it shows, like, the credits and the yeah. little, like line that goes around to different parts of solar systems like the Game of Thrones camera going to the different cities like that was I don't know if you ever saw Game of Thrones Eric but nope it, yeah that's probably why you yeah. catch up on it but we got yeah. on real quick like oh it's Game of Thrones opening okay I like the music I thought Kevin yeah. Conner's music yes was I did like the music cool. yeah so I'm uh you know I'm ho- I'm hoping it stays uh I'm hoping it stays strong I do too uh, you know, hopefully uh, they don't go to Tatooine again and and run into a bunch of kids on Vespas. But I want to see Han. Yeah, you know those little things could have worked had they been all busted up and sand pitted. You know, it, it was too colorful and and moved faster than a brisk walk. Yeah, they didn't move really that fast at all, did they? They were. Terrible. Put them on swoops. Something respectable. Or speeder bikes. Well, if you don't have anything more to add, uh, I need to go get dinner <laughs> and uh, sit down for some episode three of Ahsoka. You know, I uh, checked out like some of our views, and I, I saw we actually had where someone rated it on on Apple Podcast. A couple of people rated it. We don't have any written reviews yet, and we had three point five. And two of them gave us five stars, and someone gave us one star. Oh. And uh, I, I just have a message for people like that. If you're listening to the first time and you're thinking about rating us, you know what's better than a one-star review? Message us through Facebook. We have a Facebook page for Kessel Run Collecting. Or just email me at ejb at holdgroundpro.com. And let us know what you didn't like about the show. Because... I would rather have someone give constructive criticism than just you suck, <laughs> which doesn't help anyone. You know, so if anyone's like, ah, you know, I think you should have more sound effects or or whatever, you know, we can kind of look at that. Or if people like certain conversations more than others. Yeah, please, if you like the show, uh, leave us a review and rate us. And if you don't, well, then just keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, where can people find you, Matt? Uh, I'm usually trolling around the Rebel Scum boards, um, fighting for all that, all that is Imperial officers, removable caps, removable caps <laughs> for all Imperial officers. 
Um, other than that, you can usually find me on Instagram on Rezakai underscore the underscore ghost, where I put my Star Wars photography that I haven't done in a few months because I've been moving. Um, don't uh, I'm not really on Facebook or Twitter. I just I'm in groups and news groups there just to buy stuff. So you message me there. Who knows when I'm gonna I ever see it? Um, but yeah, that's where you can get you can find me. I'd be joinrebelscum.com. One of the older dying forms of social media, the old uh, forum boards we all used to hit. Man, I love them. So if anyone wants to get in touch with me, uh, they can go to my website, holinthegroundpro.com. That's the home of Holy Ground Productions, where you can get all sorts of diorama and prop kits and uh, all kinds of cool stuff that uh, you will not find in stores. And... Um, also, if uh, you want to check out my Facebook page, uh, just search for Hole in the Ground Pro or uh, Hole in the Ground Productions on Facebook. And we also have a Kessel Run collecting page on Facebook, although we don't really do a whole lot with it. It's there. And you can also check out uh, Kessel Run collecting on YouTube or Rumble, where, uh, again, we don't post a ton of videos, but uh, we do... Uh, we have uh, one we just posted recently that was a segment of our show where we interviewed Sci-Fi Diorama Guy. And so if you want to actually see video of what his project was, uh, go check out the video there. And with that, we will bid everyone farewell. Good night, Good night.